What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Comeback Podcast. Actually, it's been a while since we've done this one. You like how I just can come right out of like, I'm tired over here, then all of a sudden I just fucking raise the octaves. Like a wizard magician. A wizard magician. I don't know about that, but... um, you know, it's been a long time since we've done the comeback podcast. So I wanted to actually, yeah, I've done it with my wife here recently. Um, but I wanted to introduce actually my friend introduced, I put a T in there, introduce my friend, Kevin. Also, he's been with me and I was in my, not only is he my friend, um, well, probably one of the closest confidants I have in, in life and trusting. And, you know, I, I put some of my shit on you all yeah. the time. So that's why I said, Hey, let's have this conversation today. Cause today's a rough day for me, but uh, Kevin's background is obviously, you know, creative director here, but you've been with me since fuck. I don't know. Almost my whole entire journey. Yeah. I think we met in 2016. This is where you need to insert yeah, the video that video. <laughs> yeah. I, I it's funny. Uh, we met, th- I, did we meet through a Facebook group? I guess. Yeah, we did. You know, I think, I think Marcos Perez. Oh, okay. Um, cause I was into Grant Cardone yeah, at yeah. the time and you were in, he's like, you gotta meet my friend, Kevin. And then somehow, yeah. 10 X baby. Yeah. I, I sent, I sent Mark a video of me, like, I guess telling him why he should hire me. And it's, I'm like high energy. I'm like, Mark, this is Kevin. Garay. <laughs> so we'll probably post it. It's funny. You literally came through the fucking video, like a, uh, he came through the screen like you were just fucking snapping into a slim gym. Like, you know, you're like, oh yeah, that might be the wrong guy. But I was like wearing a, a like a suit jacket and yeah, you bought that at Goodwill. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta like make a good first impression. But uh, in all, in all honesty, man, the reason we're doing this call today or this this thing today was just because well, I had a shitty morning, shitty day this morning, and um, we're gonna make some ads out of this thing. Yep. So mm-hmm. this thing's gonna be multi-purpose built up for many things, but, uh, pressure, pressure. Yes. Right. That was, was the conversation. I don't remember what I texted this morning, but, um, the, the reason I wanted you to get on here is cause man, you've done a good job. One of you lead me through questions. Um, a lot of the ads we built, a lot of things we've done. You've been, you learn me, you learn this, the men that we speak with. And you mm-hmm. also are very in tune with like life and just very full of wisdom and knowledge for a young dude. And, um, so we're, we're going to go down this route. We're going to have a conversation or ultimately hopefully use to help people because uh, I don't think as a businessman, well, I'll just, I'll just share it from my point, right? As the leader of this thing, as a leader of a business that makes millions of dollars as a father, as a friend, um, as somebody who's looked on upon, you know, certain amount of strength gets pulled from me each day from, from thousands and thousands of people, right? Close and outside. I can never be tired is, is kind of how I feel. Right. I don't know that it's probably a lie, right? I'm sure it is a lie. Um, and I take it to a severe extreme because I have high standards for myself, but like I think about every fucking thing that I do is with intention and tenacity and, you know, I mean, you've seen me work. I work and work and work and work and work. Yeah. And there was a piece today and I, I texted him like, man, I just fucking today. I don't know if I'm the right guy for the job. Mm-hmm. Right. That That's how I was feeling. Um, got up this morning and things are going great. Like you guys are crushing it in marketing. The, the sales guys are crushing it. Uh, Ryan's crushing video. Everyone's doing everything they need to yeah. be. We're like, we're moving. We're progressing the way we want it to go. And I wake up and it's like, wham. Hey, you fucking just lost fifty thousand uh-huh. dollars by like, hey, have hey, good morning. It's six thirty. You lost fifty thousand dollars. I'm like, fuck. 
So I want to talk about pressure. What's your what do you what do you think about pressure from the outside, right? Like like you said, it was, some of it is basically self-induced. Yeah, like, I think so. A lot of it is self-imposed. Um, I'm sure that when you got hit with that 50k, like what was the first thought you had? Not to drink. <laughs> That's good, right? Yeah. But what was your thought process behind that? Like what what caused the feeling of like pressure or stress? But for me, is it that like oh, I just does that make you think that the, the, the company was like going to fail because of that? Or what, like, what's the thought process? No, it's not that it's going to fail. It's that I can't, can't say the right word. It's that things aren't going the way that I want them yes. to go. So self-imposed. Right. Like, like I believe I'm better than the results are fucking mm -hmm. proving. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's very common, especially for high performers like yourself is, is when things don't go the way we want them to go, um, it creates uh, it creates negative emotions, right? And and we don't want to feel those emotions. So then we try to not feel those emotions, which which create those emotions to become even more intensified. It's like we're averting the. It's essentially pain. What it was, right? You just lost fifty k. That's painful. That's loss. And so obviously that doesn't feel good so you don't want to feel it and that's what causes us to be like to want to not live that life or live be in this position right so it goes back to you know i i've been in the self-development space for a really long time i think that's why you know thanks for saying that you think i have a lot of wisdom because I, I have about 14 going on 15 years of just like self-exploration and, and learning all these like personal development concepts and consciousness the way we think and how that affects us and, and I, I know what you're talking about. Like when shit doesn't go the way you want, that causes pain. But fortunately, the only way around that is either one, take a right action that gets you out of that or acceptance. Surely nothing else. I haven't been able to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. In my shoes, the right action is always straight through it. Well, the right action could be right. um, just m make, m make more sales. Right, that's really all we can do. We can't go back and change the bills, whatever that were or the invoices or those. Yeah, so it's an interesting thing when I get hit with that. Like, honestly, it's not. I'm very fortunate because it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't really impact me. It, right. Financially, it doesn't impact me. But emotionally, I'm like, dude, I just been fucking kicked in the dick for like 18 months, and I also know that when you do like. When I messaged you, we're going back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, dude, when you do big shit, the fear of the the force of average, right? Mm -hmm. Life things out there, like like you said, the quarterback, the um, the movie star, the CEO of the company, yeah. like all of us type of people who try to produce the highest versions and uh, form of ourselves and to create big things always have the most pain. Exactly. But the pain, it's an interesting thing. I, I hate the word pain because pain makes me feel like like I'm weak, right? For, for me, mm -hmm. because I mean, I think there's only really, I think about pain and the, the only way for me to accept pain is like death. I, I'm very severe when it comes that way. Yeah, when yeah, I work yeah. through broken neck, broken back. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Pain does not bother me. But the biggest pain for me is losing somebody I love. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's what I equate pain with. So when I look at the business, I equate that with pressure and what are you going to do, Mark? In those fleeting moments, and this is where many men, um, they fail. 
they crumble. A lot of guys would hit. They're like, yeah, things are going great. We're doing good. I just I came out, and then, bam, I got knocked back down, and they, they reach for a drink. Yeah. Or they get on Tinder, or they they glutton, right? Like gluttony with food and just – or sex or cheating or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, when I when I hit it at that moment, I was frustrated. I mean, honestly, it's where it goes. I'm like, fuck this. Like, what, Why are you doing – why are you making your life harder than it needs to yeah. be? That's about two seconds. Mm-hmm. And then the next second was hit with gratitude of like – at least I'm alive. But then I go into this like, fuck, like, so it's like a weird thing. I'm like, wow, yeah. okay, well, I'm alive. And it, that's its own battle in itself. It's uh, what I've learned throughout my life. Obviously we all deal with those moments. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a rep thing. Like it, it literally, you could be fine one second and the next second it could completely shift your mood and something can happen where it completely derails you from the positive mind state you had. But I think that's where ha- having tools like the ones we provide here at the comeback where in that moment where you're kind of lost in your mind and the, the, the emotions are intense and you're like frustrated, feeling doubtful, feeling unsure, you can always like resort back to the reps, right? The, the training to get you back on track. At least for me, that's what I do. Like I remind myself, there's, there hasn't been any challenge that I have not been able to come out of. So I have that in my arsenal, like that's the truth. Right? There's no challenge that's going to come that I won't be able to figure out. It's just the truth. Like, it yeah. just, like, I don't, I just, it's not even a reality to me anymore. Like, there is no challenge that I can't overcome just because of all the, the track record. True. Right? You have a track record of coming out of shit. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, know? I've been through a lot of shit. Yeah, I do. But and, and so I think it's just continuing to, to have to to speak or to that that inner dialogue has to be focused around those things like yo fuck yeah dude i've i just came out of this whole thing how am i not going to come out of this new thing well, it's an interesting concept though about coming out of it or in, in the name of the company name of our company right i am a comeback right but as a whole it, you never know if you're really out of it or coming back this is a different like a different paradigm shift in your mind. Are you ever really out of it? Are you just in it because you're committed and convicted to something larger than yourself? And if you're asking the world to do big things, whatever that looks like, right? Like there's no denying. I like, I like to create money. It it keeps score. I like, I like to build big businesses and that pressure that you ask for, like, are you really ever like, what is the finish line? I don't know what that feels like. I don't don't know. I personally don't think there ever is. It might not be one. I don't think there, I personally don't think there is. And you sent me that screenshot of that book or you told me about the infinite game, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I believed that that's sort of my philosophy. Like life is really a game and you're choosing, we we chose to play this game here, building a business and numbers and we don't have to do this. No. So we don't have to do it. You know, that's a great point to talk about somebody that listens to this thing. Um, Every day you get up, doing something that you don't want to do. You don't have to do that. Like if you're a businessman, if you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a CEO, you're like, you chose to do that. You made that choice. And if you get up every day, hating your life, you can unhate it in a second Mm -hmm. just by choosing not to. But a lot of people won't accept the fact because that's failure right to them that if I don't live, if I I'm a pilot and I might not love it, my pilot might not be a great example. Maybe it's a, I'm a business owner and I can talk about that one. I'm a business owner and maybe it's stressful. I can't make payroll but you keep going anyways, but you can accept the fact that you 
that you can switch at any time, but because you're a warrior, like a guy who wants to do big stuff, you won't accept that stuff. You stay in it, burning yourself over and over and over, which is, uh, it's a gift, right? Mm-hmm. And many men that we deal with in the comeback, what happens is they accept that gift, but they don't fully commit to that gift. And they start making a one degree or a five degree or a 10 degree, um, switch or, or just pivot where they start accepting the drinking or, you know what I'm saying? They start drinking, they start taking drugs, they start doing those things and they don't even realize where that comes from, right? They don't even realize that it's the pressure of the business, the very thing that you asked for, yet yeah. it's causing your life to get jacked up. Yeah. The, the, the pressure and I, I don't know what, so pressure for me feels like kind of like anxiety. I don't know if that's what it feels like for you, like kind of like this uneasy uh, feeling. And so, yeah, like I, I, I'm assuming, I mean, I don't, I don't drink to, to cope with that, but I'm like, I'm, sh- I'm assuming guys that don't want to feel that anymore. They use alcohol to numb it or to shut it down or to, you know, that's, that's how they get into that sort of bad habit. Um, but that's the price. Well, that's part of, I mean, that's part of the price or the cost, I don't know what, what way to put it, when you want to be a, someone that's a high performer, someone that has high status, high income, high rewards, that's one of the things you have to deal with. Like you mentioned like the example earlier, right? Everyone who is in those levels of, everybody wants to be the quarterback or the, the, the guy leading the company, the director, the one in charge of everything, but you have to deal with a lot, a lot of pressure yep. because the, and the pressure comes from it's not just a lot of pressure it's a lot of work yeah it, it's a lot of commitment to to do to you do anything big you can't just one day wake up and say i don't want i mean you technically you could I mean, you could do whatever you want right you could wake up one day and be like you know what i don't want to do this anymore you can i mean there's no one's going to stop you right yeah but there is a ripple effect right there's a there's a ripple effect there yeah. are high consequences to not showing up 100 percent. so um, I think the, the solution to the, the, the men out there, the businessmen or anyone who's in a high performing position that is expected to perform at a high level, uh, it's, is learning how to hold that energy, that, that tension. And I think that's what makes a man and that's where we're, that's what I think all of us here are aspiring to is. How do we become those men that are in high powered positions, whatever that is to, to each of us and can hold that tension in a way that looks graceful, right? Imagine being, um, having all this pressure on you and you're just graceful. You're, you're, um, so what I'm looking for, you're, you're poised, right? Is that, is that, you're just, you're yeah, like, you're like a when fucking, you're handling pressure, you're like you're just like a fucking rock. I think of somebody like not to be like political, but I think of a, a guy like Donald Trump. Donald Trump could handle yeah, a, exactly immense amount of pressure. Yeah, like the dude doesn't crumble. Mm-hmm. He, who knows what happens on the inside? But like everything you see, he's just like stonewall, like just nonstop. It's it doesn't even affect him. He goes through it. That's great. It's in its own right. It's graceful and beautiful. Whether you agree with him or not, that's a different thing. Yeah, but but I the reality is. is like he handles pressure. That's admirable. Yeah, of course. It's very admirable. And that's that's what I aspire to be is because especially like in my personal life, you know, the things that I'm trying to do are I'm going to have a lot of pressure, right? Performing in front of people, expecting to be good, to sound good all the time. 
it's a lot of pressure, right? Is it pressure is an interesting thing. You know, I'm older than you, right? So 42 years old and I've been, I've been in the financial pressure since I was 27. I've been like uh, taking care of a lot of people, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So the funny, it's not even like a pressure anymore or like, it's such a, it's not for some people it's foreign to be able to handle big losses, big swings like that. To me, it's an ex- expectation. Mm-hmm. So pressure, like Kendra was talking to me the other day. So I got some injuries and stuff. It's the, the anxiety is easy for me to deal with. Like anxiety is really easy. I just, it's almost every day, truthfully, right? Like it, it just, just part of the, part of the job. I don't crumble. I don't crack to it. What, what gets me going and kind of triggers me is when you're in it for so long. And I bet you there's a guy listening to this that, that feels the same way. You're in it for so long that it starts hurting to your bones. I don't, I don't know if you've ever felt that before. No. But literally to the point where when you lay down, you can barely get up because you work so much. You mentally worked yourself. You've went through, you know, the stuff you guys don't see me doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When I'm here all day, I don't, you talk about being graceful. I try to be graceful. I try to be loving. I try to be compassionate. I try to be positive to, to lead around everybody. But the moments when I'm away from even my wife and my kids and, and the stuff, and I'm like doing things that I'm trying to figure out for myself. And it's, a lot of that is thinking and, and handling a lot of the, the pain. It seeps into the bones mm-hmm. where there is no escape. It's in me. Yeah. Right. That's, that's the hard shit to deal with. I don't know if many, maybe it's just me because I'm obsessed, but when I get to that point, my whole world starts feeling like it's crumbling down and I never let anybody see that mm-hmm. because when I get to that point, I know that I have like, I have to rebuild quickly because I have a lot of shit to do. Mm-hmm. Many dudes that I guarantee felt that, but never talked about it. Cause I, you know, I know what it's like to go from having millions of dollars in your bank to fuck nothing like within seconds. Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to, have semis roll off the side of a mountain and then you're getting sued for millions of dollars and you're just a kid. Or I, I, I know, I know those are just financial pressures, mm-hmm. but my, my point is I know there's people out there who don't admit the pressure that they're truly under because it's easier to escape by drinking. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they find themselves drinking everything to go away. But it's, I mean, it sounds cliche, but you know, it's there tomorrow regardless instead of just, handling themselves so for me the stuff that you guys don't see like and kendra doesn't even get to see it either like you have to be able to as a man in my opinion where i sit who i am i mean you know some of the stuff i go through with phoenix and is and dealing with a co-parenting with a mom that's dying and like dude you got to be able to react and respond quickly mm-hmm. right you need to be in, you need to have your wits about you if i were to run to a bottle or a joint or anything, yeah. anything, right? I would not be as responsive and then the world really crumbles. So although that things crumble at some moments when I'm feeling it in the rooms, it's not anxiety. It's like the reality. But the word you said is self-imposed. I can step away from it real quick, quickly and be like, okay, I can put this here. I get what it is and I can start building around it because of the tools that I've used inside of the comeback. So it's not, so pressure it, <laughs> is a privilege, right? And they've, you've, we've all read the memes. The pressure makes diamonds, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm a diamond. I wouldn't even say I'm graceful, but I would say this, the framework and the tools that we've created and the things we've done here have been able to help me withstand much, much loss. Mm-hmm. 
I that's and I think that's at least for me that's the constant narrative that I tell myself is like why wouldn't I be able to overcome anything and I know I don't have the same pressure as you do um but your reference experiences are much greater than mine like you have those you've you have overcome all that sure so I in in a sense I I would just that's the narrative like dude like you can overcome anything man you know so so like i, I told you though sometimes yes i can overcome i think it, but you get tired <laughs> i get tired sometimes you know yeah it's, it's an interesting when i tell myself i can overcome anything i i, I it's like fires me up i don't know i don't think i keep people around me who can't overcome anything like in my in my like you my my small circle that of people that i actually allow into my world I'm pretty selective with who gets my yeah. my time and my attention. The people around me are not pussies, right? Maybe they're not like so outwardly angry or aggressive <laughs> as me, but like, but they are resilient people. Yeah, right. I would say that you're yeah. resilient. I would say that everyone around us is pretty resilient to some some degree. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is like what happens if you do crump like i mean i could go on and make this about alcohol but there's been moments when people do make bad choices mm -hmm. right they get down and they grab a drink or they get on their phone and they text somebody they shouldn't be texting you, you know like what's your thought on that when you let yourself down because that's that brings on a whole nother side of pressure <laughs> i haven't felt it in, yeah i haven't felt I, that in over I, seven almost eight years yeah i i don't think i've experienced that uh in a while and and i think um i think that happens to people because they just don't have the tools in their arsenal unfortunately they don't have the the reps of because they, they just don't have the reps they, they don't have control of the thoughts that they're having and the narrative that they're telling themselves in that moment right when you crumble right you make a decision you weren't supposed to you either felt like you had no control over yourself, right? Let's say, uh, let's say you, you call back. I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Maybe do you have an example of, of an, an instance where someone might crumble and, and maybe go for a drink? Oh man, we, we, we have it all the time. Like, uh, I can think of guys right now in the program who they're trying so desperately to put the relationship back together, trying to force it in. Okay. That, they're, they're trying to force it back on their wife. They've been drunk for 20 years and caused a lot of trauma. And then because the wife's not responding right away and they're not getting laid. Right. So let's take that. Crumble. Yeah. So let's take that for example, right? The, the, the man either the narratives that are going on in his mind likely are shit. If I don't fix this now, she's going to leave me. Right. So it's fear of loss. If she leaves me, I'm not going to be able to find another woman. So fear of being alone. So all these fears starts coming into your mind. And that's where the guy crumbles because he doesn't understand that the truth is that the wife or the girl, the, the reason he was in that relationship in the beginning was he created that opportunity. He either met her. He's the one that pursued her. He's the one he created that relationship. What he's not realizing is that we have access to infinite resources. He could just create another, not saying that's what he, maybe he really wants, he really wants to make it work, but you can't control someone else, how they feel. Right. So he can only do up to what he can do. If that were to not work out, so what would give him 
um, to feel more at peace and at ease is knowing that, hey, I could just create another opportunity with somebody else. Cause that's such, that, cause he doesn't remember that that opportunity came from him. He created that. You can recreate that yeah. over and over and over again. And maybe he, maybe he's not as secure in himself cause he gained weight and he's older, but to lose weight, to get in shape again, to dress nicer, to get groomed. What is that? That's action. Sure. That's all under his control. So he's thinking in his mind that none of it is under his control. He can't handle that pressure. So then he just fucking goes and drinks because that numbs the pain. And ultimately gets the very thing he doesn't want. Exactly. Which is the wife leaving him. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. We talk about it on the couples podcast all the time about not showing up and not being, you know, you're a man and not being the person you're supposed to be and trying to force things into a relationship to happen quicker. I I agree. Um, I was thinking when you said that about my friend you we were kids he's like man we go to the bar right we were underage yeah like his philosophy was if this girl doesn't like me and this girl doesn't like me and this girl doesn't like me this one over here might like me (laughs) right so i'm just going to talk to them all but it in his whole theory was right the more the more swings you take the more at bats you. that's essentially what abundance means sure right if this business fails well i have i have more ideas i have access to infinite resources resources could be money it could be the right connections right like if this business were to fail let's say it were to fail like in a week you have access to resources in ryan myself you have access to infinite resources sure. we would just create a new opportunity just create an opportunity so when you can have that kind of that's it's not even a it's like truth though like it's not even belief it's like a universal truth that's what i think makes it so powerful for me is that this is not even something i can question this is like the truth like if something happened in a week where i lost we lost everything we have access to resources we have I skills a, i think it's a whole nother podcast actually talking about yeah, i think we're going on a tangent accepting <laughs> <what's> fine, <laughs> accepting the truth because I think like that truth that you just talked about, I see it, you see it. I don't know if Ryan sees it, but most people are out like, I, I only know a small mm-hmm. percentage of people that actually will accept that as the truth. We get put into these boxes as a man, right? As men, men or even women, but mostly men, we get in this box and our identity is created by like, oh, I am this business or oh, I am this CEO. And then the minute it doesn't work, you crumble because you think and you attach yourself to this thing instead of what is bigger, which is the truth, which is ultimately you can do whatever the hell you want. So I I accepted the truth a long time ago, knowing like there's literally nothing that can stop me except for me. Like what can blow this company up, honestly, is if I turned out to be a a fraud, right? If I cheated on my wife, if I fucking went out and smoked crack and did (laughs) drugs again, right? Even, Even if I drank, I'm sure we'd get some people that would probably talk shit about me but the reality is we we promote control of your life so yeah like that's not illegal if i wanted to drink i just know there's people out there that would do it but the only things that could really truly truly jack this up is if i got completely wasted on some drugs or if i cheated on my wife mm-hmm. then everything that i stand for will come crumbling down because the truth for me is i know that inside of those two things that's the truth that i want i'm always a stand-up person if i be this person mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I think there's more for a podcast. I think we got to get on a on another. Call. Okay. Anyways, yeah, we do. Um, if you want to do a call to action, we could. Uh, I could clip the part where you talked about pressure and then do a call to action. 
and then so we can make so what we, it's going on tiktok yeah so we might as well wrap this up you can even put that in there while they're hearing us do this guy's listening to the podcast we're actually using it for ads as well so um you can roll with the with this uh with this uh close i gotta think about it on the spot so if anything i've said if anything we've said here is resonating with you and you feel like you're under the pressure and you find yourself looking for things to sedate, to hide, to numb out the feeling, when you're asking the world for the very thing that you want, which is success, which is to be a winner, which is to be resilient, and you're living this lifestyle, but not ultimately being true to yourself. If anything that I've said has resonated with you, then I want to give you something. We put together this presentation where I'll show you exactly how I did it, how thousands of men have done it. And what is it that we did? We became the most powerful, most authentic, best versions of ourselves possible. And you can do it today. So if you're looking for a change, you're looking for a transformation, click the link, watch the presentation. And we'll see you on the other side. Good enough. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. We'll have to do another one of these again on, on Kevin's truth serum. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs>